Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, you talking about as far as having a different track behind it. Yeah, a different track behind it, a video, be able to sell it. All of those records are basically basically stolen. Not stolen in the respect that I didn't ask the artists because I asked all the artists, but you know, they are original records and I made my version of it. Wow. And you know what's crazy? We, I think we had to just put a perception where we see you actually performing these. And if we, unless we was in a club and happened to see you perform it, we actually didn't have a video. That's true. So, with with the basis of Hot 97, where I mean, you, what's my man? What's what's, what's big man? Big Cap. Um, the other big dude that's still there. What's my man on Thursdays? Uh, K Slay. Where? What's going on, man? Like, according to the streets, people are wondering and saying, what happened to Hot 97? So, with that being said. Why is it where a gentleman of such as your caliber can't be doing a morning show for that fire in comparison to that other station? Well, I'm a, I'll start by saying this. Hot 97 hasn't gone anywhere. It's still uh, one of the premier stations when it comes to hip-hop. I'd, I'd say that it is still probably the number one station in terms of legacy in hip-hop, period. Um... The reason that I didn't do a morning show is because I didn't want to do a morning show. When I left Hot 97, I went immediately and started doing my television show. Which was that the reality show? Yeah, which was the reality that was show. So literally, I left Hot 97 on Friday afternoon, and on Monday after, Monday morning, I had offices in MTV building. What? Yes, literally. That's, those are facts. So, what year was that? That might have been 2009. And, and and then I just started from there going overseas every week. So now, actually, in the next two weeks, in the next two weeks, I just got a studio where I'm going to be doing my radio show from and just filming it and stuff like that. And I'd say within the next year, I'll actually get another gig doing morning show somewhere. And that's a guarantee? That's a guarantee. Well, your, 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 your marketing plan was was already on a genius level from that. I didn't even know that you left and actually left and was jumped on the show that quick. Yeah, I, well, well, that, when I left the show, I left Hot 97 to an extent to do the television show. Now, the television show was extremely successful, but the problem was that when I went to CBS, NBC, ABC, the big three, they were like, look, we love you. You're a funny dude, we love you. We love your wife, but you're talking about ass juice. You're talking about putting putting lollipops in people's ass. We can't do that. We can't do that. Just, come on. So I had to change it up and do something different. Now, did that hurt it? Yes. It did. Because I did, the, I did the TV show because I wanted to have fun and I wanted to do something different. But I also wanted to get to a point where I could do regular television. I wanted you to turn on... Two, five, seven, nine, eleven, and see me. And, and that didn't that wasn't within my plan, so I had to stop it. Well, if you were doing that now, whether you could name the networks or not, which how would you do it now? Now that you see that all of these reality shows, whether it's Basketball Wives, Atlanta Housewives. I was the first one really with a reality show. Yes, absolutely. A lot of people don't know. Like, like when I was doing it. 
didn't even want black people on television. They did not want, I remember fighting to get that done. Like I was really one of the first black other than Sway, who was an absolute G. He's an absolute G. He's an absolute G when it comes to MTV. I was really one of the only people of color with a show on MTV. That was, at that time it was amazing. I didn't know that you two were the only ones at that time doing it. Look at it, go check it out. And it's really no black people on MTV like that. And the, 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 the Fat Five Freddy days and all that right, before. Fat Five Freddy, me, um, 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 Donnell, well that was R&B, but, yeah, yeah. but hip hop it was, uh, what's the, the comedian's name? No, it still was MTV rap, so it was, a, it still was the same show, but they only Dr. Dre, but I, when I mean, when I mean blacks doing an actual show, not music, Full not show. recording a show, that's what it was. Only once, wow. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's amazing when you get history, and it's even worse now, because I actually said, there's, there's currently the only black shows we have now are reality. Other than Tyler Perry, there's no black sitcoms at all right now. You know, um, again, when I was when I was doing that, I was actually ahead of my time because it was really, really hard to get on. Now, if you're black, you can get a show. But what, what, does that mean with the addition of the drama, will solidify that? Knowing that that's what they want right now. Well, you know, I tell you like this. When I did my when I did my television show, I was the executive producer. So no, so I was literally in the edit session going, yeah, no, take that out, move that over, this, 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 this. So I never do that. What I was about and what my show was about wasn't about drama or fighting. I mean that's what it's really about today. I just like to see a show where, you, where people make people laugh or have a good time or something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't care about all the fighting and all that stuff. I, I don't even watch that stuff. Well, I tell you this much. I mean, when you when you had your show and you're, with your wife, it was showing black yeah. couples to you can be fun together, have fun. Exactly. That's what the show was about. It was actually, you know, they would always say. You know, you guys are explicit and everything, but really take a look at it. It was a married man that was not hiding the fact that he was married. Which is red for a man of color. Red for a man of color. With his wife, That's right. talking about sex, love, and relationships. There was nothing like that out there with that. And y'all made a mean couple. And we made a great couple. So, you know, hey, the way that I look at it was I was way ahead of my time. And for me, again, I can't watch all that stuff. Uh, it's, 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 it's poison. For me. It's not for me. I mean, it's a, a market for that. I love it. If you can get your money, go get your checks, but I can't watch that, man. I, I need something that's going to take me somewhere else. Right. Hey, you know what? The fact that you paved that way, it, it's only in your best interest to do it that way. I, I, I felt that that was the last show that I had where I could 
look at my other half and say, hey, let's do this, let's do that. Now, now it's all about, don't tell me you want that bag now, don't tell me you want that Porsche now because you're driving that. Well, you know, the reason that I created the show was number one, I wanted to do something that no one else was doing. And I would be in the bed sitting talking to my wife and discussing things and I would be like this, I would say to myself, this is great, like other people need to hear this. And what I found was that I would be in the street and people would be like, when we cut off the television, we started talking. So, you know, I was inspiring other couples to have communication. Even yourself. Including myself. And, and spreading it to others. So that's what it is. Because we have nothing that inspires us at all. I mean, other than looking at, you know, shout out to Jay-Z and Beyonce, but what else do people have that was a realistic couple that was having fun? What do we have to look at? And I think that's right now how come we need something like that. Batman School paved the way and people, these producers need to really change their way of how they're doing things. Well, you know, it can only change by making something that's so hot that makes enough waves where the networks say, we want more of that. Now, is that... Is that something where we have the ability to change that? Because what if the people, like at the end of the day, people want drama? Is it that people want drama or we're giving them drama so they have no, no choice? I think it's a little bit of, of, of both because I think that when, you, when people see that kind of drama and they see people act like that on television, they say, my life ain't that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's actually therapeutic to them. To, to some degree it's true. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, the bottom line is, if something is hot, it's going to catch on. I started that show in my bed, in my actual bed. Like, we used to shoot the show with lights like this, and then we would cut it off and go to sleep. In the set of your own actual house. Bro, that, I had lights, and we would have the lights on, we would shoot it, and then we would finish on a Wednesday, we would cut it off, I would give the tape to my man, and he would go edit it. I literally would wake up the next morning, put the, put the lights away, and go about my business. And people don't realize that those cameras are really following you 24 hours a day. That was in the privacy of this man's home. He has literally taken the level of having the privacy of his own home invaded and y'all still switching the game up to fight each other and smack each other. Come on, man. Like you say, you, you, you say the fourth point, it's cool that, you know, people got to do whatever to get their money, but I feel that you're one of the, the people that paved the way and the one of the last ones. Because there's nobody I can think of, much as I'm a TV junkie, that has gave, given me that impression since. Well, you know, it all starts on what you want to do and what and what you can do. For me, being comedic was in my wheelhouse. And then also, I had years ago, I had a, 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 a sex and relationship column in the source called Scoobology. I remember that. So yeah, so that, all that was was an extension of what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a preparation in addition to it. Exactly, that's it. Really, that's all it was. Now, back in the days when it was doing, uh, Ed Loving and was doing uh, the, the comedy shows of Caroline's and all that, I remember there was a time when comedy was different. Did you ever think about 
doing stand-up on that level of strong body. Actually, it's funny that you said that because I'm starting to do that now. Because I I didn't realize that I was doing stand-up until I started doing that television show. So you knew you was funny. Hold on. You're doing 20 minutes of comedy a night, answering those questions. So he was like, that's stand-up. And then that started my 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 quest to do it. And then I had a friend named Kim. I had a friend, I had a friend named Kim White. And Kim kind of encouraged me to start thinking about doing stand-up. And that's what and that's what I did. I started, you know, I started writing. She would be like, you know, funny things, write them down and stuff like that. I started doing it. And I have a lot of material. And what I'm starting to do now, I got with a comedian named Jamie Roberts. Shout out to Jamie Roberts. And uh and you know, I'm starting to host comedy shows because just getting my feet wet. Not getting up there and having to be funny, but you know, being a host, doing it, talking about stuff, getting material, and eventually I have to do that because at the end of the day, I want to be a talk, I want to have my own talk show. And in order to have your own talk show, you have to do a monologue. You have to do a monologue, you got to do comedy. So I assume that's what Search had to do just as well. Yes, 100%. I think we're also lacking talk show hosts in that edition too, so you got your eye on the prize. Continue. I'm definitely, I'm definitely, you know. You know that, you know that there's a that there's a missing link for that right there. I'm definitely serious about it, you know. Um, I have a lot to, I have a lot of preparation to do, but I gotta do it, man. Well, you know what, listen, man, we, 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 we're supporting that. I mean, unfortunately, clubs now in New York City, being that we've been raided, of course, by the South, have been limited, but we forgot, a lot of people have forgotten about their hits and realized, like, where, what we created, what we started. It's, it's more monumental to me to see that you played a lot of parts in this game that people don't realize now. And I think I think now after this interview, they're going to get a better some education to know that. My thing is that I may have played a lot of parts, but what it's really about is remaining consistent. So people don't even care about that. They That's yesterday's news. It's like, what you going to do today? They only care about consistency. That's it. They only care about really what's happening right now. Today. So basically, the average person's forgotten yesterday. Oh, hell yeah. The average person, they don't. The average person still thinks I'm on Hot 97. <laughs> and they were sleeping under a rock. Yeah, so you know, it, it is what it is, man. Well, you know. We're at this event right now, you know, Fat Scoop, Mr. Vegas. I think people need to, it's, it's beyond bringing New York back. I think people need to just get the creative juices flowing and create. Don't, like, the, the, I, I personally don't believe in bringing New York back. Just nah, make, nah that, that New York thing is done. Nah, 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 New York's not done. This is the mecca, this is the mecca of rap music. But do you feel that the, I, it kind of annoys me when people say bringing New York back when it becomes a thing of, isn't it deeper? If we create and just make hot music, I think it could be better. That's the same thing with Wu, and Wu Tang came to stat down. It's like, all right, we got a Wu sound, but why can't we just have a hot record from Raekwon? Why can't we just have a hot record from Method Man? Why does Method Man got to bring a song back? Shout out to Meth with Jada 
and, 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 and all the above and all these artists to get on one record to bring New York back. I think there's no bringing New York back. We already hot. Like we've been with, like, what, like how could you repeat the greatest? You know what it is? I think that the whole bring the new bring New York back is people wanting to revisit. But I think that like you said, New York has a lot of quality music. I think all we have to do is really stick together. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If you pay attention to how the South does it, all of them dudes do records together. They stick together. Everybody that's moving from New York goes to ATL. I don't see too many artists from ATL putting a lot of New Yorkers on, but I'll tell you, them ATL cats, they stick together. I don't care if one dude is 20, I don't care if another dude is in his 40s. Something about the South, even when I go down there to visit, they all stick together. If there's a party, 20 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old, everybody's all in together. It's different here, and I think that's the reason why we separated so much where we repeat in the past. Again, for me, it's not like the bring New York back thing. It's really about just continue to make records and make good records and we'll be fine. New York, New York, we'll be fine. I don't think it gets any better than that. And I used to always feel like I was the only one that felt offensive when y'all saying bring New York back. Make hit records. You heard that Fat Man, Fat Man Scoop. Keep making records, man. And, 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 and we have a lot of good artists in New York. So we gonna, we're going to be fine. Like, you know, if you want to talk about bring back New York, I mean, damn, look at what French Montana did. He, but a lot of people feel that he's selling out because he sounds like the South. I just feel like, yo, he's hot, he's doing what he do. I don't think he sounds like the South. And on top of that, French Montana made his bones in New York and Connecticut. That's where he blew up, man. That, so I don't want, I'm, he doesn't sound like down south to me. He's doing his own thing and he's very good at what he does. And he's New York. And he's still letting me know up front of Bronx. Whether it's their little J-Lo record, whether he's doing something in the south, Frenchie is NYC. Even for the swag, we still wear his ups and all the above. <laughs> and I respect that. I really respect that. So, for me, I don't believe in bring New York back. One of the biggest rappers right now is from New York. That's a fact. That's facts. Without stating, it's just as simple as saying one of the biggest rappers, which is what? Would that be Jay-Z? Of course, Jay-Z too. I mean, but Jay, you have to understand something. Bigger than New York though. Let me explain something. There is rappers and then there's Jay-Z. He's somewhere else now. He's above, he's above hip-hop. So I don't even count Jay-Z because he's hip-hop, but he's like, hip-hop is here, he's like over there. He has his own category. Yes, he has his own category. <laughs> like you said, you got hip-hop, you got music, you got the Jay-Z. So you have hip hop, and then you got over, you got you got above and over here. So that's where Jay Z is. Too. And the, and the, the best way. Rap is here. He's above, and then he's over here. Now, would you say now the same thing would be slightly off the subject? The same thing for Nicki Minaj. I feel that there's no category of New York. I just think that there's a category. There's no category for female rapper. I think there's just a category called Nicki Minaj. I think this, I don't even think that. I think Nicki Minaj is just good. Nicki Minaj is just good. She 
she's very good at what she does. So I don't look at it that that way. Another, another bring New York back. Nicki Minaj is from New York. One of the biggest rappers from New York. So it is an insult when we're saying it. Yes. Like, like, we are already back. <laughs> Think about that. Really. And believe me, I, I was still bumping the South music in the late 90s when uh, P.D. Pablo and all of was doing their thing. But I, I had a love for the music. I mean, before the 808 started getting crazy, but I still truly believe we, it's their time. They're doing what they do. But I think we have, you can't match the amount of hits in history that we had as New Yorkers to, to actually call us and say, oh, you know what? New York has to come back the way it was. Nah, I mean, you're talking about 30 years of history right now. Yeah, you're definitely talking about from the, from the inception of the music to today. So again, I, I just, I, I look at, for me, I look at what's good, whether it's coming from the South, whether it's coming from the West, the East, or the North. I, don't, I just look at things as good and that's your age and how old you are because you could be 20 years old and make garbage. Right. You could be 45. Or you could be 45 and making Tom Ford. Bottom line. You know what? <laughs> it gets no better than that. Read between the lines, people. AskSanthaniel.org. And let it be known, where can they follow you on Twitter, um, Instagram, all the above? You know, Instagram at Batman Scoop, Twitter at Batman Scoop. I'm not a Facebook guy. I'm really an Instagram and Twitter guy. So Instagram at Batman Scoop, Facebook at Batman Scoop. <laughs> and I think the... Instagram at Batman Scoop, Twitter at Batman Scoop. Now, give them that last little shout out, man. Of, 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 of the Fat Man School shout out because people love to hear the raspiness when it comes to Fat Man School. <laughs> you know that? What's up, brother? Yes, sir, yes, sir. You know, anytime you think of any any club thing, you always go, Fat Man School, Brooklyn Clan, that, that, just, that just sticks with people. And, and you know, again, I didn't even know what I was doing when I did that, man. I didn't, I didn't even know what I was doing. <laughs> org is more than just a lifestyle. Listen, we're here. We'll be covering the whole event. I think Mr. Vegas actually just walked in, so we looking good. I don't. I, I, I want to get him to uh, make sure he's rest first and, and get in here. And, um, listen, I'm here with Fat Man School. It is what it is. AskSanthaniel.org. Support music and support real hip hop and support the cast that paved the way. Right out, right out. It's amazing, young.